Welcome to Fleetwood. This is Kendall. I've already recorded an episode for this week, but today has been so eventful that I had to re-record so that I can share everything that's happened. So, I had two of my own doctor's appointments this morning, or this morning and this afternoon, Uh, but last night, uh, Lilith was throwing up every couple of hours, and her nose swell up, and I was like, maybe she's having an allergic reaction, so I gave her some Benadryl, and she threw that up. Um, I tried to take her to the vet this morning, and I think that was, yeah, it was at 7.30 when they opened, and they said the vet didn't get there until like 8.15, 8.30, so I sat and I waited, and then she gets there, and, and they were like, well, she can't see her until like 11. So I had to take Lilith back home, and I had to go to my doctor's appointment, and then come back and get her and take her back to the vet. And while I was gone, she threw up water. I mean, she couldn't keep anything down, not even water. So uh, the past couple of days, she's thrown everything up, and she's had no food in her body. So we go to the vet, and... They do, um, they did a parasite test, they did a parvo test, they did x-rays, and they were like, this, what we have to do is just do exploratory surgery. She can have an obstruction uh, that's preventing, you know, things from passing through because they could see on the x-ray that there was tons of gas built up in the upper part of the body and that her bowels were like empty and they were like this kind of points to there being something wrong an obstruction that something's gotten in there and I told them I was like she doesn't get into things she doesn't like swallow stuff like that she I watch her all the time she's always chewing on her toys so I was I was very hesitant for them to do this surgery and also the cost is astronomical so you know that's a huge factor to to put into all of this is how much all of this costs and so after tons of crying and talking to my mom on the phone I finally give in and say go ahead and and do the surgery And she was in surgery for like an hour and a half, maybe. And they called me and they said that there was no obstruction. Big surprise. But they found that her, um, like she had like these huge lymph nodes in her abdomen. And they were like way bigger than they were supposed to be. And then on the blood work. I don't know if they said liver enzymes or something else. Something with her liver. It was supposed to be like 100 something. And hers was like 500. So they were like, there's something wrong with her liver. It's like, well, we could have figured that out from the blood work and not cutting her open. But super glad that we did that. Uh, So they took a biopsy of one of these lymph nodes. And they were like, do you want to send it off to a pathologist? And like, do I want to find out if she has cancer or not? Yes, send the sample, duh. Like, it's already cost me an arm and a leg just to find out that she doesn't have an obstruction. We might as well figure the rest of it out. So, 
I gotta wait a week before we even know if she, I mean, it might be cancer. She's only seven months old. She might have cancer. I don't know what else to think. And they, whatever is wrong with her liver, she's going to have to be put on medication for. And um, I just, I have no idea what's, what's going to happen. And this is this. <sighs> Vela died because she had an obstruction in her liver. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, what's going on with these dogs and their livers? I'm like, is it something wrong with the food? Is I mean, is there something in my house that's that they're ingesting that's destroying their liver? Like, what's going on? And of course, I find every way to blame myself. Uh, I mean, I, I always did that. I've done that with Bella since she's been gone. You know, I could have done more. I could have said, you know, do the surgery, remove the tumor, do chemotherapy. Let's keep her alive as long as possible and let her be miserable. But I didn't. I was. They were like, she's going to be in really bad condition for through all of this. So it's like the, the good thing, the only way to go really was to put her down. Because that was the kind thing to do. And now Lilith is just a baby. She has like her whole life ahead of her. And I'm like, what if she has like terminal cancer at this age? What am I supposed to do with that? And how am I supposed to deal with the death of another dog in the same year? And after going in debt for it, like all of this, these veterinarian bills, I, uh, she's got so many medications. Plus now she's got a wound. She's, she's has, you know, she's had surgery. So she's got like an open wound with stitches and I'm like what do I how what do I do with her because I can't I have to go to work I can't just hire somebody on the fly to stay at my house all day while I'm gone and watch her what do I do with her how do I keep her from like opening up her wound what happens if she does and I'm not around and she just freaking bleeds out or something I don't know I'm so stressed out about this. I don't even know how I'm going to get through it. I don't know how I got through Vela getting fixed. I don't even want to do that with Lilith now. I, I, I wouldn't have surgery myself. If I found out that I had cancer, I'd let it ride. I'd be like, it's about time. I, you know, if I, if I found out I had cancer, I'd quit my job and spend my very last dollar doing whatever the fuck I wanted to do. And then I would die. And that would be the end of it. I'm not doing chemo. I'm not doing surgeries. None of that shit. I'm going to go out. And I, I don't think that anybody should have to go through chemo and, and radiation and all of those surgeries and shit. The steroids and the morphine and all of that crap. My sisters have gone through it. And I don't want to do it. I would never do it. And I, I don't, I don't want to put my dog through it if the prognosis is you know severe like and unlikely because I'm, I'm thinking like if she's got enlarged lymph nodes maybe she has lymphoma if there's something wrong with her liver maybe it's liver disease maybe she has liver failure I don't know but that's that's where my head's at and it's like you know you always think well no they're probably fine you know it's probably just an allergic reaction maybe it's a parasite maybe it's parvo but you know you all of those things can be treated 
and they can come back from those. But once they got cancer, there's not really a whole lot you can do. So that's today. I also had to go, well, I, I also had a virtual therapy session today. And the one takeaway that she wanted me to remember and to do was talk better to myself because I tend to treat myself like shit. I don't like myself as a person. I don't think that I make good decisions. I don't think that I'm, I'm enjoyable to be around. I think that I have nothing to offer the world. So that's one of the hardest things for me to do is to think positively about myself, to, to be kind to myself. And when, when this kind of stuff happens, I'm, I find ways to make it my fault. Everything is my fault. I ruin everything. That's, that's literally what I think all the time, is that everything is my fault. And some things are. Some things are my fault, but not everything. But she said it's, it's a reflection of my mental illness that I talk that way about myself. And so hopefully as I continue to, you know, get, you know, go to therapy and take medication, that that will improve over time. And, and speaking of medication, I got put on three new medications. So now I'm on four medications for my mental illnesses. And I have two medications uh, I have for like my physical body. So I'm taking six medications a day. It, and I have to take them. I mean, I have to take one of them three times a day. And I'm, I finally started lithium. And I haven't really, like, noticed a difference. I guess it's going to take, like, a week or so. But I have noticed that I'm starting to feel queasy in the morning because I'm taking too many pills. And it's like, I need to be realistic. I know that I'm not going to eat enough, so I need to take medication that's not going to mess up my stomach when I don't eat. But it's also, the other thing is, is, the medication is supposed to um, help me want to eat because not eating is like it's a symptom of something. Uh, I just can't. It seems like too much effort to eat, to make food, and then to eat it. Nothing sounds good. So I tend to like buy food, like go out to eat and get food because I can't think of anything in my house or at the grocery store or something that I could make myself that would be sufficient. So food is a sensitive subject because there's so I go through phases where it's like I love food and I, you know, I make these great recipes and I go out to eat and I really indulge and then there's other times where it's like, I don't even want to look at food. I, there's some days that I have a yogurt and a salad. And that is it. I, what is that? Like 500 calories? 
if that. I'm in such a deficit right now that like, and I've been going back to the gym. So, I mean, add a protein shake to that, still not enough, but I needed to go back to the gym for myself. And I just started back last week and, uh, because I quit whenever Bella died, I just got super depressed. And then whenever I got Lilith, I was like, you know, she's a puppy, so I need to spend as much time with her as possible. And I hate living her in the crate, so I would come straight home and spend time with her. Now that she's had this surgery, I'm, I think that I'm going to do the same thing again. I'm not going to be able to go to the gym because I don't want to leave her alone. So... I can't do things for myself that are good for me or I can't do this thing without making a sacrifice you know otherwise so I'm I'm kind of stuck I don't know do I take care of myself do I take care of Lilith is there a way that I can do both I don't know but I'm really stressed out about it and on you know on top of that you know this whole student loan stuff I uh, I was really banking on that so now I gotta pay my loans back and I graduated in 2015 and I still owe the same amount of money because I can never pay enough on them to make a dent the interest is always too high and I never it's never changed over all of this time never gone down and uh I don't know what I'm going to do. I've got to figure out, you know, I, I really need to cut costs or make more money. And I don't know if that means I've got to get a second job, which I don't have time for. That's a whole nother, whole nother issue because if I get another job, I really can't take care of a dog. That What kind of life is that for a dog? And then, you know, what kind of life is that for me to take care of myself? What time do I have for myself if I have to work 24-7, you know, seven days a week. And then the other idea is, you know, I could, I could move. I love my house. My house is perfect for me. I love where it's at. I love my proximity to everything and, you know, everything is close enough and I, I love living here. I have a yard and I have my hammock up in the trees. My everything. My kitchen is green, and I love that. It's just a perfect space for me by myself. And I really don't want to move, but my rent's too high, so I need to find cheaper rent so that I can pay more on my student loans and actually get them paid off. But or I can find a roommate. But you know, I don't really want to live with anybody else. But if I have to, I guess I will. I mean, just to save money and get this off, uh, you know, I have to get this off my plate. I have got to be rid of these student loans. I, I hate being in debt. It's just like looming over me all the time. And I know that everybody else is feeling the same way and that... You know, lots of people have way more student debt than I do because I went to a really cheap middle of nowhere college. But I'm really, I'm really stressed out about that and I have got to come up with some sort of solution by the end of the year. That's the timeline that I've given myself and I feel like I have no clue what direction that I'm going to go in. I, I'm, I mean, seriously, 
I have considered, you know, like learning how to play the stock market. I've thought about like learning a, a new skill like videography or something like that. Um, and then I was like, maybe I should sell feet pictures on OnlyFans. I'm, I'm desperate. So if anybody's got any ideas about how to make some money, let me know. If you have, if, if you have like a, an idea of like living situation, because the other option is moving in with my parents in the middle of nowhere and having to drive an hour every day to get to and from work. So, you know, be, be absolutely miserable Somebody let me know. If if anything comes up, you've got suggestions. I'm a, I'm all ears because I'm losing my mind over this stuff. Y'all are lucky that I had the capacity to sit down and do a second episode because my first episode was awful. You have no idea how much I cried in that. I was last night was hard for me. I don't know what happened, but I was in a state and I was crying so much. And I, I'm i so glad that y'all don't have to hear that. Because I was going to have to post that. I didn't feel like doing an episode at all this week. But I know that I have to keep going. This is like I have to do this for myself. Because this, this is my project. And this is how I am I'm expressing myself to everybody and it's I can't sit down and do this in front of people um you know like there's a couple people that I can talk like this but I always feel like I dominate the conversation when I do that so this way you get to choose whether or not you want to hear it you know and if you want to talk to me about it great if you don't you don't have to but everybody is aware of what I'm going through. So I don't have to like explain it over and over and over again and get emotional and, and stress out. It's just like, here's the information, do with it what you will. You know, whatever. Oh, and um, if anybody like works from home or has time and wants to babysit Lilith, let me know because uh, she's going to need more time. And if, I mean, I don't think that I can take her to work. I mean, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to go in as early as possible so nobody sees me come in. And uh, I'm going to take her and I'm going to take care of her at work. And I don't, I don't give a fuck. I, there's, I can't leave her at the house in that condition. But also, I have to walk. So I park at the Peabody, and I have to walk all the way to 2nd Street through the Peabody. And I, like, I don't know what to do about her. I have a cart. I can put her in the cart and roll her down. But it's downhill, so I wonder if that would work. I don't know. I, I guess we'll see. That, that poor cart is filthy. I'm going to have to clean the whole thing out so that I can put her in it and uh, drag her around. And there's stairs. 
There's stairs in my office. I'm literally going to have to drag her up the stairs in the office. It is not wheelchair accessible. I mean, it was built ages ago, so I mean, that makes sense. That was before people cared about being handicap accessible, but it's still not. I don't know. I gotta go pick up Lilith probably in like an hour-ish. I'll probably go early just because I'm stressed out and I want to get her home and out of that place. She's probably going to be completely traumatized about being at the vet. Okay, well, I think that's all I've got for today. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed my rant. This is Fleetwood.